0: Hello, hello. Today is um, Wednesday, February 3rd, 2016. Where does the time go? Uh, First, before we get into this, I just want to apologize um, in advance. I am slightly under the weather, so my voice is just a, a tad bit raspy. I am getting over a head cold, but this podcast came to me and I was like, I really want to do this. So, Title of this podcast today is How I Learned to Accept My Happiness and Appreciate My Joy. And the idea for this podcast came to me um, after I had a therapy session yesterday, and I was talking about how a lot of my past podcasts um, came from a place of um, being an underdog, uh, not knowing a lot from a place of a lot of struggle. So for those of you who have followed my podcast from 2011, um, you know, sort of what I was doing professionally. And then over time I have shared, you know, how I have sort of broken down these sort of walls and barriers. And I can admit that here I am five years later and It's not as hard as it was for me before. And something that I noticed about myself, um, some of the podcast topics would come to me because I hate to say this, I believe it was because I was a tad bit um, judgmental, um, very judgmental and, and critical. And so I was able to look at things and criticize them and speak from a place of criticism. And I am simply not... Um, I'm not as judgmental and I'm not as critical as I used to be. And so I was talking about therapist last night and I was just like, so what will I talk about if I'm different now? You know, um, what will I say if, um, people answer my phone calls quicker than they used to and things, some of the things that used to be very difficult for me. And a lot of the things that I share for young professionals, um, are no longer my issues. And it's just sort of like, how do I continue to grow in this process? And so I wrote out six things that I'm going to talk about tonight. Um, and as always, I want to thank you for your support. Um, I started this almost as like a young, a letter to my younger self or to help people who maybe grew up like me that looked like me that, Um, they don't have people around them. Maybe you don't have a big sister. Maybe you don't have a big cousin. Maybe you don't have the things that I didn't have. And so I'm sharing with you because I wish that someone would have shared with me. Before I start, I am going to do the basic housekeeping. You know how this goes. Um, if you go to the site, mytaughtyou.com, that's M-Y-T-A-U-G-H-T-Y-O-U.com. I do have all of the journals in stock. Um, some we have more or less of, and there are mugs in stock because, I really wanted to be done with the, this is my year journals, but I find that a lot of people are finding out about, um, the journals a little bit later and I didn't want for you to not be able to get them. Um, if you have my second journal, which does not have my journaling method in it, you can simply go to the Facebook page. There's a facebook.com backslash my taught you. And, um, There is a, if you scroll down, there is a blog post that someone did detailing how you can go about using the journaling method. And if of course you can't find that, you can just send us an email at support at mytaughtyou.com and we can send that over to you. So Please do not fret or worry. I got you. Um, If you want to get the first journal, I love that one. Um, If you want to get the This Is My Year journal, I love that one too because I feel like it's a little bit more unisex so guys and girls can use that. Um, And the mugs, which are always just so fun. I love seeing your pictures. Thank you for hashtagging my Tachu. But without further ado, I am going to get into how I learn to accept my happiness and appreciate my joy. Um, First thing that... I want to talk about the something that I learned is that I learned that drama doesn't have to have a home in my heart and in my life. Um, I don't know how many of you um, grew up in a home with constant chaos and drama. Um, I hate to say that, but I just kind of, I don't know. I think that over time, drama just became something that I thought was normal um that i just accepted and i got to be honest with you when i didn't have some kind of drama going on i wondered what was wrong um so um it took me a couple of years after i started therapy to learn to sort of undo um drama's place in my life Um, so many people are just like you know I'm not about the drama I'm not here for it and I used to think that I was that way too but then I didn't really realize that um, I don't have to deal with it and so I got to a point where I no longer had drama personally but I was still allowing other people's drama to sort of infiltrate my life and over time I've started to realize that I don't have to deal with your drama either. And even if it's someone in your family, even if it's someone close to you, even if it's just a coworker or whatever, I have learned to politely shut down other people's drama. And you, you can do that. You can do that without sort of hurting or embarrassing the other person. Like I was on the phone just the other day and (laughs) Um, someone was telling me that someone else told them that I thought that I was all that or that I was this and I was just in my mind I'm thinking honey that is not gossip because I am all that like whatever uh and that's not even being bold or boasty. that's how I feel about myself so if I carry myself like I am all that I should not it is not gossip that someone else notices that in me and says that so that is not gossip or drama and I just said oh okay like you say that to me, I hear that, and I just say, oh, okay, I don't want to talk about it. You don't want to say who said it. I don't want to guess. I don't really care. It doesn't really matter. It's not my problem because what someone says about me is uh, expresses their feelings about me. If I never said that to that person, then it doesn't really matter. So if you notice me carrying myself as if I'm all that, then so be it. That's not gossip. That's not drama. That's just how people feel. And I've just learned not to participate in the, he said, he said, she said, um, part of all of this and, I just shut it down by just saying, oh, OK, because I have sort of learned to not internalize these things. And more than anything, I realize, like I just said, that what you say about me says more about you and less about me. And so I just don't get into these things. I just no longer allow um, these comments, these conversations. Um, it's just so trivial and it's so minor. I no longer allow them to occupy space in my heart, in my mind, in my anything. And literally, when I kind of like kick it back at that person, they kind of get the feeling that it's useless to try to tell me anything else because I don't care. I don't care what someone thinks about my hair, about the way I look, about the car I drive, about any of the things that I do, because I am content with how I'm living my life. And that's a part of me accepting my happiness and appreciating my joy. I am content. So if I am content, it doesn't really matter to me how you feel about what I know that I am content about. So number one, drama doesn't have a home in my life. Number two is that I stopped worrying about the end. Um, I don't know when I started to do this or how this even happened, but as soon as something good would happen, all I could think about was that it definitely was going to have to end soon and I would just start to panic about it and do things that would make it inevitably end. And so I have learned to when something good is happening um, and I'm riding a good wave or things are working out like I planned them, isn't it crazy that you do everything to ensure that something happens right. And then it happens right. And then you're like, Oh my God, why is this happening? Right. You know, like being uh, practicing, I have learned to practice mindfulness and just being grateful for whatever is happening at all times. And like just recently uh, I had, uh, so I bought my house at the end of last summer, and it's just been taking me a while to get it all together. And I promise you, I mean, listen, I am not, I'm not hating on home ownership, but I will tell you that it's just, it's just a different beast. And it's definitely challenging me in ways that I've never been challenged before. But long story short, I got a new washer and dryer, uh, people who connected the washing machine, they didn't connect it right, and before I know it, I've got water gushing down. Um, the laundry room in my house is on the third floor. I live in like a four story, like brownstone ish type place. It's a, um, the house, instead of it being like wide, it's instead of it being like spread out, it's just more vertical. So you've got, you know, space on all these floors and laundry rooms on the third floor. Water goes down to two water goes down to one. And I just had to say, you know what? (sighs) whatever is happening is supposed to be happening and, um, I'm not going to worry about it. Uh, I've got this, I've got that, I've got all these other things to be grateful for. Um, I got a new washing machine, so it is working. It just was not connected, you know, connected, right. And just really trying to focus on the positive. And when I called the company that, um, made this whole thing happen. Like, you know, the delivery company that didn't set this up right because I was in such a space of like gratefulness. I really didn't even have an attitude um when I called because I know that this was no one's fault. Nobody intends to do something wrong. And had they known that they were going to cause all of the, all of this, I'm certain that they would have done, wouldn't have done it that way. And so My practicing mindfulness and just focusing on the moment has really helped, um, with anger. And I'll tell you another thing, when you own a business, um, and you have people, I don't do the customer service, but I do see the social media and I, and sometimes I do hear about things that happen and seeing now when I see people yelling and screaming and cursing, like I've had people call the office and call, use the B word, um, with people over like a shampoo or a conditioner. And in my mind, I'm thinking that like this, that, that bit of unhappiness is, is much bigger than the product. And so in my being mindful, when I'm calling to complain about the fact that my washing machine has, like that this water has damaged my house is that I'm just being kind as kind as I possibly can about it because Nobody did that on purpose, and I am in such a happy and content place in my life and appreciating my joy that that's what I want to spread to others. And it's unfortunate, and whatever um, will come of it will. But even having that attitude makes people want to help you more. You know what I mean? So I stop worrying about. I stop worrying about the end of things, the end of relationships. You know, when you get along really well with someone professionally, um, I have to work on that myself because. If I get along with someone really well professionally, I start to worry about, oh, my God, what if they leave or what if they go on? And it's just like, what if they do? It is okay Um, Grooming them and grooming myself um, to be okay with the next step in life. And so that takes me to number three. um, Something that I've had to learn over time is to not be traumatized by endings. Um, I think like through my therapy that I have learned that, um, I've shared this before that I, I suffer from like a mild form of PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder. You don't have to be in the military to suffer from that. But when you experience a trauma in your life and little things happen over time, if you ever wonder why, if you ever had that conversation with one of your girlfriends, you're like, girl, I don't know why this tears me up like that. So you notice somebody could say one thing and it just like breaks you down but you know that it's slightly irrational that you feel this way about it it's it could be that you um are experiencing some sort of like post traumatic stress about it and so whatever happened to me in my life i was just deeply traumatized by things ending and now when something ends and i dealt with this um recently is that i hired someone back and then they quit like a week or two later and In my mind, I was so pissed, like, why did you want to come back if you were just going to leave? And then when I started um, practicing my mindfulness and accepting my happiness and appreciating my joy, I was just like, you know what? I'm happy for this person. Instead of being mad that they're leaving me, I'm happy that this person found a greater opportunity. And being happy that they found a greater opportunity, I was like, well, maybe... I can offer this person a little bit more to do something for me less time. Like how do I make this work instead of just being so mad that somebody's leaving and this is the end and rolling my eyes and smacking my teeth and texting out some madness. Cause let me tell you something. I used to be able to text out some craziness or, you know, blocking their number or not answering their phone or just being ugly about things. I did something that I haven't done. Um, I don't know if I've ever done this, but I was just like, I congratulated them on getting some a better opportunity than what I was able to offer. Um, I offered them um, something greater than I had before, something realistic um, to say, Hey, would you be open to doing something like this for me? Um, because I appreciated that person and I appreciated their work. And I had to realize that like my being upset, how can I, how can I be upset with somebody that wants more for themselves? You know what I'm saying? Like, how can I be upset with someone who happens to get something better than I could provide for them? Um, that is just silly. Like, because what am I doing in my life? Like, that's what I'm doing. I am seeking greater opportunity. So how can I be upset? Um, I just try to think, what did I gain? What did I gain from this? You know, what have I learned from this? And am I better for this experience, this relationship, any of this happening? And learning to be excited about new beginnings, learning to not be afraid of the unknown because that's really what it is. When something ends, um, when we are no longer able to do something, it's, I think that it's less about, it's, it's less about the ending and more about our fear of starting over or our fear of the unknown. We don't know what's going to happen next and we are unsure. And so I have just started to work on learning that when something ends, uh, working with myself to get excited about what could be better or what can be different. Because you know what? Someone leaving and me having to get somebody else, maybe there's someone greater or more fabulous out there for me. And the truth is, it's not even maybe. There is. I just have to find that person, you know? And so I have learned to not be traumatized by endings. And I will say um, today... I've listened to this uh, podcast twice because I every single time I've tried to listen to it, I have been interrupted, and I still haven't heard it fully. But uh, my podcast buddy Jess Lively, J E S S Lively, has this amazing podcast podcast on conscious uncoupling and I know you guys know all about Gwyneth Paltrow and her uncoupling and all that stuff and so Jess who who just interviewed Brene Brown like if you don't listen to Jess Lively's podcast like she I love her a lot but Jess recently went through a divorce and just listening to her tell her story of how she consciously uncoupled, I will admit that I thought that that was kind of like, I rolled my eyes like girl, like when it came out with that statement, I just, I was like, most people like, please stop. But then after I heard the interview with the author of the book, Conscious Uncoupling, and I heard Jess who I like and who I believe, um, I felt like, Oh my God, what a beautiful way to end a marriage, like, I think she had, like, this closure ceremony, um, where they celebrated, like, over champagne, and they took their rings off, and I was just like, I mean, this has got to be as good as it gets, so if you haven't heard that, um, it's fantastic, her name is Jess Lively, and it's a wonderful podcast, um, number four is something else that I started doing, is I stopped waiting for the other shoe to drop, um, different from an ending, but just, like, I stopped looking for stuff. Like I don't know why <sighs> I had to spend time understanding that sometimes good things will just happen. Um, you some call it luck, some call it karma, but it's yours, and you don't have to explain it to people. Or sometimes, you know, I I've worked my butt off. And then I get all these these great things, these accolades, these accomplishments, and then I'm so worried that, worried about the, do- the end of it, I'm worried about when it's going to stop, and I've had to literally stop looking for shit, you know, like, stop looking for it. Um, fifth thing that I had to do was just relax and celebrate my accomplishments and stop apologizing for the things that I worked for and stop attempting this like strange comparison. So a lot of people, um, I want to call it like reverse comparison. So it's like, instead of comparing yourselves to people, like, why does this person have what I don't have? Why is it this? Sometimes reverse comparison can be, why do I have more than other people do, you know, like, what did I do to deserve this? And almost like sort of beating myself up, or maybe you beat yourself up. Like I was, um, at a funeral this weekend and I ran into a friend who I'm just really impressed with in life. And she's just this like phenomenal attorney. And I kept saying to her, I'm like, how come you don't share more of your life? Like, How come you are like a young, successful, beautiful black woman and you are killing it? You know, she and she was just like, well, you know, I was born on third base, meaning like I think her mother is a judge. And just she feels like her story is not as valid because she didn't struggle like everyone else. And I'm just like, everyone's story is valid. And that's the thing that I had to remind myself is just like, however you got there, wherever you started, wherever you may be, wherever you end up, um, you still have a right to celebrate where you are in life. And so don't ever let anyone take that away from you. If your parents are still married, you don't have to apologize for that. If your parents went to college and your parents were able to set an example for you, you are very lucky. You don't have to apologize for that. And I have to remind myself that, that like it is okay to celebrate some of my accomplishments and accept my happiness And appreciate my joy. Um, The final thing that I had to realize in this is that I understand that happiness is my choice. It's not a right. It's not a privilege. It's my choice. And every day you choose. And um, there's really this phenomenal quote that I love. Um, I'm going to try to find it now because I really want to read it to you. Um, about your choices. And I know it seems strange to think that like, you know, how do I, how do I choose happiness? Um, But it comes through in some of the choices that we make. Um, Give me one quick second. I'm going to find this because I want to read it. And I probably will close with this and don't hesitate to tweet me or um, snap me any of those things, but I found it and it's called You Choose. So we'll end on this. You choose, you choose, you choose. You choose to give away your love. You choose to have a broken heart. You choose to give up. You choose to hang on. You choose to react. You choose to feel insecure. You choose to feel anger. You choose to fight back. You choose to have hope. You choose to be naive. You choose to ignore your intuition You choose to ignore advice. You choose to look the other way. You choose not to listen. You choose to be stuck in the past. You choose your perspective. You choose to blame. You choose to be right. You choose your pride. You choose your games. You choose your ego. You choose your paranoia. You choose to compete. You choose your enemies. You choose your consequences. You choose, you choose, you choose. However, You are not alone. Generations of women in your family have chosen. Women around the world have chosen. We all have chosen at one time in our lives. We stand behind you now screaming, choose to let go. Choose dignity. Choose to forgive yourself. Choose to forgive others. Choose to see your value. Choose to show the world you are not a victim. Choose to make us proud. That's by Shannon Alder. That's amazing. Thank you guys so much for listening. Hope you enjoy this podcast. Talk to you soon.